0: This is the Storm Report. Hello, and welcome to the Storm Report podcast in association with the Storm Report Radio Network. I'm your host, Tommy Caster. The date is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. Back for another episode of the Storm Report podcast. Before we get started, just a reminder to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That way, anytime we have a brand new episode, you'll be notified. You can find us on major podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and many others out there as well. Make sure to go online and visit us at thestormreport.com and you can get interactive radar, custom forecast, listen to the podcast and find out more about what the Storm Report Radio Network does. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Storm Report Radio Network and on Twitter at the Storm Report. On this episode of the Storm Report Podcast, we are joined once again by President and Meteorologist Dan Holliday from the Storm Report Radio Network as we are going to be talking about an enhanced severe weather uh, threat for later on today for portions of Wisconsin and Minnesota. Dan, thank you so much for being on today.
1: Absolutely. We're talking about uh, active weather again. And uh, certainly this time uh, we're talking about uh, some that's a little bit further north than it has been recently.
0: Yeah. So these are locations that uh, at least in the last couple of weeks, we've not mentioned, you know, these locations as far as being under the gun for severe weather. It looks like uh, we're looking at an area of southeastern Minnesota uh, across southern Wisconsin, and then the, uh, the the very extreme northern part of Iowa, at least in that enhanced risk area. Uh, but that area does encompass several large cities. So Dan, why don't you walk our listeners through a little bit about what the setup looks like for later on today?
1: Well first of all i 'll say the uh, storm chasers are really frustrated that are typically used to getting out in the middle part of the country and uh, and getting to see nature at work because what is very active uh, most years in Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas has just been shoved much further north, so some of them have a drive to get there and then folks who live in uh, the southern Missouri Valley and parts of the Midwest the upper Midwest are dealing with um, Uh, certainly some more active weather that you may typically see more in July and August. But the pattern is just sort of all out of sorts right now. High pressure over the middle part of the country, a heat wave setting up in the central plains. And north of that, there is a frontal boundary and there is a dividing line. In fact, we were looking at temperatures in the 70s in northern Minnesota. But then once you get into the southern part of Minnesota and southern Wisconsin, uh, the temperatures are somewhere in the 80s, mid to upper 80s. And with that in mind, uh, you know, we, we, we watch this carefully for uh, the chance of severe weather here this afternoon, and what's going to happen is a disturbance along the international border is going to be moving in from the west, and it will sort of cause a lift in the atmosphere, and that's when we're expecting some of these thunderstorms fi- to uh, fire up maybe 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and continue into the overnight.
0: You know, Dan, one of the things you mentioned, you know, the storm chasers and kind of how, you know, the the setup has been more favorable further north uh, than where we usually see severe weather setups this time of year. Uh, I noticed, I believe it was over the weekend uh, that there was a a risk area in the Pacific Northwest, which I know that that was something where, you know, chasers, it was sort of more difficult for them to get out and actually be able to uh, chase just because of the terrain and sort of the, maybe they just don't really know that area very well because we don't really see that sort of setup uh, in that part of the country. And, and obviously today we're looking at, you know, parts of uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin as well. So, uh, I can imagine definitely for storm chasers being frustrated just because of where that setup has been.
1: Absolutely. And, and you just don't see many things at all. Maybe there's one incidence a year where you see, you know, some severe weather and tornado activity in Washington state and Oregon, but it's typically in the single digits when it comes to tornadoes there. Kansas so far this year, uh, as we mentioned, has had about 11 reported tornadoes, which is unusually low. Um, there is a marginal risk extending into northwestern Kansas um, later this evening and overnight, so we could see some strong storms there. Um, but the tornado threat today looks like it's going to be, again, as, as we talked about, further north, um, mainly from southern Minnesota around Rochester, further east into La, La Crosse, Wisconsin. And uh, almost to Milwaukee. So that's, that's where we think the greatest risk of severe weather um, will be. That also includes some large hail and strong wind gusts um, from, again, late this afternoon into this evening.
0: Now, Dan, one question that I have for you is I'm looking at uh, what the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma has released for today. And I've had this question uh, before, um, you know, just that I've thought of as I'm I'm looking at what they put out. Uh, They do have, it looks like the brown area as far as the tornado area at 5%. Can you explain to me and our listeners what that means, that 5% risk area? Because I see that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, that is a probability of a tornado within 25 miles of a point. So, it's really not a 5% chance you will see a tornado and a 95% chance you won't. It is, it's talking about the concentration of where tornadic storms would happen. So um, it comes down to a percentage of the concentration of tornadic storms. And likely in a situation like that, this, you may see one or two storms that would produce tornadoes in this area. Uh, that said, you get into the 2% risk, which stretches from central Nebraska into a northern Iowa, southern Minnesota, much of central and southern Wisconsin, even just to the north of Chicago, Milwaukee, Green Bay, and then all the way to Cleveland along the Great Lakes region. We could see some, uh, some tornadoes there, but again, the chance pretty low for them to be concentrated. There may again be one or two storms that would produce a brief tornado.
0: It also looks like you know uh, we're looking at a damaging wind threat and also a very large hail event uh, potential as well, especially across uh, southern Minnesota and into southwest southern uh, Wisconsin. Um, maybe tell folks a little bit about what we're looking at as far as the risk area for large hail as well.
1: Yeah, for large hail, um, it's going to cover quite an area. Now We don't want to forget to mention Casper, Wyoming, where there's a slight risk of severe weather there and to the east, almost to the... Um, uh, South Dakota and Nebraska panhandle border, and that's where there will be some strong to severe thunderstorms. Potentially, there some very large hail. Uh, that's you know near the mountains, you often at times get will some get some large hail. But the uh, the the hail and the wind gust threat stretches pretty much from oh really along the northern Rockies into northwestern Kansas, across uh, the the uh, portions of South Dakota, most of Nebraska, and then really increases around Norfolk, Nebraska, into Cedar Falls, Iowa, and then all the way from Green Bay to Milwaukee to um, Minneapolis. And this, this will encompass much of the area that had a tornado risk too. You'll oftentimes see some hail, but it does include a wider area. What we think is going to happen though is once these storms get going, they may linger into the overnight hours and push a little bit further south. And so for that reason, there will be a severe risk that's a little bit more widespread on Wednesday.
0: We're talking to meteorologist Dan Holiday from the Storm Report Radio Network. Dan, uh, this is a, a, a part of the country that we, we spoke about a few minutes ago. About you know not typically the the normal area that we see severe weather setups for this time of year, and especially with the timing in the day and the major cities that are potentially impacted. Uh, you know we could see some of these locations like Milwaukee and Madison, Rochester, Minnesota, be impacted, especially towards that afternoon drive time. Now, obviously, some things have changed in you know in our country and in the area, you know, due to COVID-19. Uh, but that being said, uh, we're looking at, you know, some cities that normally are not under the gun this time of year for severe weather potentially being impacted on that evening commute. Uh, so obviously preparedness is paramount. Uh, maybe tell our listeners, you know, what folks uh, in that area should be should be looking forward to and how they should be prepared.
1: Well, first and foremost, um, if a tornado warning is issued, you um People love to go out and look. I mean, they love to. Everybody's got a phone. Everyone wants to take a video of it. And if that's something that you plan on doing, uh, know where you are in relation to the tornado and know where it's moving. If you're at, in a safe place, uh, you're much better off. And and number one, most uh, the, the, we would always say, go to a, a place of safety. Underground basement is number one. A safe room. If you have a safe room. And most folks that do have a safe room, that would be down in the Southern and Central Plains. But a basement number one, interior hallway on the lowest floor away from windows. Uh, second best place to be in a bath uh, room, maybe uh, completely covered with a mattress and a bathtub. Another option for you. You can always uh, uh, check with your public officials too. Is your city or county shelter that is typically used for storms, is it open due to the COVID-19 threat? Find out from them if it is then that would be a place you could go or be prepared to move there before the storm gets to your area because a lot of times people will jump in the car when the tornado is just a couple of miles away and they'll make a run for the shelter and that's the most dangerous thing you can do so just have in mind where you would go what you would do if you're back at work now after uh, you know the pandemic had us locked down where would you go at work and uh, just keep those 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 plans in mind especially on the road as well too you want to find nearest exit and get to a place of safety.
0: Some of those cities under the gun for later on today for that severe weather risk include Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, also Grand Rapids, Michigan, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Rochester, Minnesota. And then that slight risk area uh, includes some major cities like Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Minneapolis, and St. Paul and Minnesota, uh, even Buffalo, New York in that slight risk area as well. Uh, and then we also look at uh, Casper, Wyoming uh, also. So it's Dan Holliday. He is the president and meteorologist from the Storm Report Radio Network joining us here on the storm report podcast as we talk about the severe weather threat for later on today on tuesday june 2nd dan thank you so much for joining us you bet thank you and don't forget to hit subscribe. That way, anytime we have a brand new episode of the Storm Report podcast, you'll be notified. You can listen to the podcast on our website as well, thestormreport.com or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at the Storm Report Radio Network and on Twitter at the Storm Report. Until next time, I'm your host, Tommy Castor. You've been listening to the Storm Report Podcast in association with the Storm Report Radio Network.